Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Back to Stani and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings alongside Jason Dumas in with you here on a Thursday. Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson will be out today. Uh, back soon. Sending a lot of love, of course, out to Stani along with Joe Shasky's family. Guru's out in North Carolina taking care of his own family. And so we are with you from now until 2 o'clock. Willard and Dibs are going to follow us up. And the, the news of the day is the Warriors in the state of Golden State right now as they stand three games below 500. Beat last night. Worst home loss in the Steve Kerr era at Chase Center to the New Orleans Pelicans. And we were talking right before the break, Jay, about just the types of choices that Mike Dunleavy Jr. is inevitably going to have to make one way or the other. And you were talking about something that I thought was really interesting about how he is, in many ways, the best equipped person to make these choices because of his connection to when this team was high and mighty and running off chips 2019 and beyond. Um, of course, in 2022, but also just his relationship to the game itself and his understanding of the way the NBA tends to go, the real NBA, in Steve Kerr's words. And I don't think he's going to be afraid, if he has to, to move on from any piece of this organization outside of number 30. Me neither. Yeah, he, I mean, he comes in and he trades Jordan Poole, a, a pretty significant trade, brings in Chris Chris Paul. That took a little gumption. Just to do that. And I think that's just the start. I don't think Mike Dunleavy Jr. is as tied to this core, minus Steph Curry, as Bob Myers was. And it makes a whole lot of sense. And I think Mike Dunleavy, his family has been in the NBA for decades. He has seen it secondhand through his father. He has felt it firsthand as a player. I think he is well-equipped. And I actually think he's going to be a really good general manager. Mm -hmm. I I really do. And uh, I think he is the guy to see them through this. And I think Warriors fans ought to give him a chance. They really really should. Now, if it doesn't work out four years from now or three years, however long of a leash he gets from Joe Lacob, okay, fine. I can come back and I'm willing to be wrong. But I do think he is well-suited for this job. He's a hustler. He was down in uh, Solomon, San Jose the other night. Cron was at that San Jose State, San Diego State game. He was down there doing his job, recruiting, scouting, looking at players. And, you know, I, I, I do think he's working the phones. And enough reputable sources have said that he's been working the phones. And 
let's give him a chance and see what he comes up with. But obviously something needs to be shaken up. And I don't think the this Warriors team hasn't been good enough where anyone other than Steph Curry should be off limits. David Palo Alto is up next on 95.7 The Game with Evan and Jason. Wants to talk about some potential trades. What's up, Dave? How you doing today? Yeah. Hey, great. Thanks for having me on. Um, definitely sounds like a pylon on Clay. Totally agree with all the things you guys are saying. And you know what? Hey, those guys are arrogant. Clay's arrogant. Raymond's arrogant. And we'd look the other way when they were winning and not paying dividends anymore. But Clay's not going to be anything better than what, than what he's been this year. 10, 12 points one night, 20, 25 points the next night. They need to go. Drew's got to go. Clay's got to go. CP3's got to go. Wiggins got to go. That's all it comes down to it because holding on to them is not going to change the current picture. Thanks, Dave. Look, I, I don't think the Warriors need to go complete scorched earth, although I understand you feeling that way after what we all saw both last night as well as on Sunday. They they looked like a team without life, and so like I don't want to be too prisoner of the moment, but I, I'm 100% with you that change needs to happen. I don't necessarily believe Clay and Dre are going anywhere for the remainder of the season, but there's a natural out for Clay at the end of this year. Draymond, depending on the way this season goes or how effective he is when he eventually returns, might be moved this summer. I don't know. But I, I believe Shams when he says everyone's on the table except for Steph Curry. And that's the first time we've ever heard that really be echoed in a public statement. The fact that only Stephen Curry is a piece... Like, we've talked about it. We've tossed it around. But we've never heard that repeatedly. And it's come up recently that Steph is the franchise, yes, but everyone else may not be a part of it moving forward. And so Mike Dunleavy is going to have to make a move. Like, is it Pascal Siakam? That's been in, in reports recently. I know Chris Haynes reported it a couple days ago. Sham Sharania yesterday touched on it, his link to the Warriors. Um, you know, Mark Stein said a couple days ago that anticipation of the Warriors will be open to trading Andrew Wiggins. That's a guy you, you probably are going to have to move off of. That was such a duh report. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're open to trading one of the most underperforming players we've seen in like the last decade. Yeah, I I, I would imagine they'd be open to trading. I, I, it was interesting though to hear that following what what Monty Poole had had thrown out there about how it doesn't feel like the Warriors want to trade Kaminga. So. I think a lot of people were looking at, well, you got to choose between them, right? It's right. got to be Wiggins or Kaminga. You can't have both those guys on the roster. They haven't played well together. Wiggins hasn't played well with mostly anyone on the roster this season. Um, so, yeah, it was a dull report, but <laughs> it does tell me, combined with what we've heard in the re- in recent days, that like he is the guy. That's the guy they're trying to move off of. And that might be the only move, but if they do, I think it, it's an important one. Yeah, absolutely. And... The thing when it comes to Pascal Siakam, I've always been a big believer is like, if it's out there too much and too many people are talking about it, it almost never happens. Hmm. This this Pascal to Golden State thing has been floated around for like two years. And it's like, it's, it's not going to happen. I do not see Pascal Siakam coming. I'm not sure the Warriors. He's already come out and said that he, wherever he gets traded, he wants the full extension max salary. 
I don't think the Warriors are ready to commit to that. Oh, he's going to test free agency for sure. Yeah, and are the Warriors going to give up assets to maybe have him stay around? Now, you do that for Kawhi Leonard. Like, that's what the Raptors did for Kawhi Leonard. They got a, they got a championship out of him, and he left. I think, would they have wanted to keep him, and did they try to keep him? Yeah, but at the end of the day, he exercised his right as a free agent, and he signed with his hometown team. But I do think the Raptors would still make that move 10 out of 10 times. It brought them their first championship in their organization's history. I don't think Pascal Siakam is at that level. I don't think just bringing him in for like a, you know, a, a package of CP3, Wiggins, some picks, whatever it takes. I don't think that puts the Warriors over the hump to win a championship. So would they consider doing that? Now, there's some other names that I've heard floated around. You got Jeremy Grant over in Portland. You got DeJounte Murray over in Atlanta. You know, you have Laurie Markkinen, who I've heard floated around over in Utah. All three nice players. Do they get you over the hump? I don't think so. I think you got to make a move and then a second move, just like the Lakers did to get to the conference finals last year. They pretty much uprooted their whole team. LeBron was in his bag, get, getting people traded left and right. That's something the Warriors would have to do to to really make a difference. I don't know if they got that in them. I don't think there's a player out there right now that turns a 17-20 and 20 team all of a sudden into even a Final Four team. Like, the Lakers made a bunch of moves last year and helped them get to the conference finals. I don't know if there's a, a singular move out there that gets the Warriors from the 12th seed in the West to a top six, top four team without internal aid, like w- without Stephen Curry playing great basketball, without Klay Thompson turning it around, without Draymond Green being a defensive bulwark, w- without players already on the roster playing better than what they currently are. I don't think there's all of a sudden the move that's going to go out there and flip the script on this season. But 888-957-9570 is the number. If you disagree, if you agree, please chime in. Comcast Business Text Line. We see Evan Giddings alongside Jason Dumas with you here in for Steiny and Guru. Steve's in San Rafael. Has a couple of ideas for the Warriors at the deadline. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Yeah, it's a great idea. Hey, love love the show. Love hearing you guys. Few trade ideas. Take some, take, take all. These are all doable. Siakam for Clay Thompson and Kaminga. I think that's doable. CP3 and Moody for Deontay Murray from Atlanta. Lopez from in uh, Milwaukee for Draymond Green straight up. And CP3 or Wiggins for Kelvin Johnson and somebody else out of San Antonio. Thanks so much. Interesting. Well, I think I think he's traded CP3 twice. This man has been working the ESPN trade <laughs> machine all morning. All morning. Uh all those Keldon Johnson, I like him, but mm, he doesn't he doesn't move the bar for me. Uh, I also don't think the Spurs would want to move off him. Spurs need a point guard, like that's what they need. Did he? Did he? I, he was he was mentioning so many names. Did they say Chris Paul in that Keldon yeah, Johnson? Yeah, Chris Paul. It's funny actually. Jazante Murray has been linked to I know, San Antonio. This is where he came from. Never works when you go back to your ex. Just just let that let it die with <laughs> dignity. Um like our guy who had thirty one consecutive years married. That was hilarious. No, thirty one consecutive. That. He didn't take a year off. No. <laughs> I'd hope not. Yeah, yeah, was there a break in there? What he happened? Said, he said thirty one in a row. Oh, thirty one yeah. in a row. 30 ro- <laughs> I, I've been married for thirty one years in a row. 
Um, yeah, I've been sober for seven days in a row. What are we, honestly, what are I think Chris Paul would be perfect for the San Antonio Spurs. They literally do not have anyone who can make a simple entry pass into the post to Wemby. I watched those games on League Pass, and he seems so frustrated with his teammates. He's not showing it outwardly, and he's not perfect either. There ain't a soul who can get him the ball. It's like, pop, get a point guard for this guy. Trey Jones stinks. He's terrible. You're wasting Wemby. I like Tyus, but Trey's... Oh, Trey's terrible. Trouble. I'm sorry. Maybe like... Trey is like like a third point guard, and it's this guy's masquerading masquerading as a starting point guard. But back to the point, Keldon Johnson, CP three, and somebody I don't know. Brooke Lopez for Brooke Lopez for Draymond Green. He said, "I mean, you know, that's never going to happen." But the Bucks are struggling a little bit. Is that a trade that I think could help both teams? Maybe, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks' weakness is their defense, and Draymond would help there. I, I do wonder how much Draymond would even fetch on the market now. Well, now he's not fetching anything because people are going to wait to see him play. But in three weeks, eventually, when he's got games under his belt, I do wonder if people are looking at three more years and saying, well, what's he going to be at age 35, 36, 37? Are they also looking at the fact that if he slips up one more time, his season, his career might be over? Uh, I, I don't know really what that... To me, and really, the reason why he's still in Golden State is I think Draymond... He gives the Warriors more than he would give another team. He's more valuable to Golden State than mm-hmm. he would be to another organization. Not to say that they wouldn't move him, uh, but I think if that happened, it would come in the offseason. It wouldn't be at the deadline. That's what I thought as well, and I still think that, because hearing just how they were talking about Draymond Green, Steve Kerr was talking about Draymond Green on Tuesday, mm-hmm. did not sound like a guy who had any sense that Draymond could possibly be moved. They are talking like, hey, we're getting him right. We want to play him. We want this thing to die. We want this thing to end with some dignity. Let's go out. Let's go out with honor. Those aren't words you say and adjectives you use for a guy that, you know, might be floated around and traded. I just, I you're right about that. I do think, though, that he could be had in the offseason. And it's just a nature, like, this is, a at the end of the day, is a business. Look, I tell people this a lot, especially fans who think more emotionally than logically, which is completely normal for fans. Fanatic is short, is the long for fan, and fans are crazy. But I tell people all the time, if Peyton Manning could get traded from the Indianapolis Colts, anyone could get traded. If you can see... Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey. Anything is possible. Tom Brady for the Bucks. The list goes on. There's like a few examples you can use. If that happened, Klay Thompson could be traded too. No disrespect to Klay Thompson, but Peyton Manning got traded. Whatever. I mean, resigned. I, I don't know. He, he, he left. He, he left Indy. He got moved. You know, so nothing is beyond realm. So... You just got to think about that. Joe Lacob saw people boo his product. Joe Lacob saw people leave the game with eight minutes left. Eight for a second straight game. Not a few scattered here or there. Just in droves up up those aisles, leaving Chase Center. When, you, when an owner sees that, as competitive as Joe Lacob is, 
That guy didn't get rich by being dumb. No. No, he got rich by being aggressive and being determined and being smart. Yeah, exactly. So, And he knows what's going on. He, he, can, he can read the room. You don't even have to read the tea leaves. Yeah. You can just read the fans. I mean, it says it all in their face. We were sitting, you know, in, in, in press row, we're sitting up there, and, and it's kind of borders uh, with a few fans. You know, they're all to our left. And the amount of people that are, are screaming and, and booing and jeering, not cheering, jeering. The Golden State Warriors last night, I was like, God, I mean, if they had tomatoes, they might have thrown them, Jay. It was getting to that point. Absolutely. And I want to ask you this. I'll give my opinion on it first. But you see a lot. Oh, spoiled Warriors fans and the people who boo aren't grateful for this, grateful for that. Like, in my opinion, you have every right to boo if you paid your hard-earned money. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about people just being absurd, booing at every little single thing that goes wrong. But I think after two games of that, losing by a combined 51 points when you desperately need wins with everything going on, I think they earned some of those boos. And Steve Kerr said as much. Stephen Curry said as much. And Clay Thompson said this. Hey, um, you guys have been booed each of the last two home games. Obviously, you're not used to that. Um, how do you care. how do you handle that? Is, are you supposed to lose, lose sleep over it? So that was Clay Thompson's response. I, I do want to hear what people have to say about that, along with where the Golden State Warriors are at right now, what you think that they can do to try and dig themselves out of what has become a, a cavernous hole right now in their season. Hopefully is the bottom of the barrel, uh, because I don't know how it looks worse than that, uh, but I certainly don't hope I have to see it at this point. 888-957-9570 is the number. Let's go out to Joe in San Jose. What's up, Joe? You're in with uh, Evan and Jason here on 95.7 The Game. Going once. Joe, shout out to the South Bay. Let's stay in the South Bay. Let's get out to Pat. Pat, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey, Pat. You know, I've been watching the whole season of the Warrior games because Warriors, no matter if you're winning or losing, they're my team. I mean, I, I, I enjoy them the most. But I do think the funk that they're having, I don't know, is it? The motion offense style is they're not fast enough, but I don't see the really, the you know, try to get, come over to get the ball from you. Let's say your plan, and I'm a teammate. I run over to try to get the ball, you know, to help you if you're being double teamed. I don't see that much hustle on that end. And so the catching is lackluster too. I mean, Wiggins is very talented, and he's a very intellectual person. But I don't see why he's dropping the ball. You know, sometimes they throw the ball and he just drops it out of bounds. And I'm like, he doesn't have hands of stone. He's talented. But I do think when I see that, when I see that every, throughout all these games, that's a drill that they should be really practicing and drilling. And that is, you know, you're, you're maybe five, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. For me. And I throw a bullet, and, and it could be a good pass, a bad pass. You have to pick practice. Thanks, Pat. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I. I hope that practice could help, but we're at the point, like last night, the last two nights really, or last two games, don't happen because you're not practicing hard enough. Like You go to practice, Jay. I mean, they go through what they need to. They get their work in. They work hard. It just hasn't manifested itself on the court. Yeah, well, at this juncture of the season, they don't practice all that much because it's just so busy between travel and and games, and you're trying to rest the team's body and make sure everyone stays healthy. They don't get a lot of practice days. Like, they practice on Tuesday this week. Was that Draymond's first practice? Yeah, that was Draymond's first practice back. They had a game on Sunday. They were off Monday, coming for treatment and stuff. They practiced Tuesday. They played on Wednesday, yesterday. Today, they took off for Chicago at 10 a.m. They're not going to practice. Then they play again tomorrow. They might shoot around, you know? You got a back-to-back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just the nature of every NBA team. Practice comes at a premium during the season. You get your training camp, and then you pick your spots. This, like, the Warriors might not be the greatest team since sliced bread this year, but they're not as bad as what they've shown. This seems like it's something non-basketball related, whether it is a disconnect among each other. Now, I don't think there's any beef. Like, last year was a little different. Last year, Jordan and and Draymond and some of that was, it was a little personal. This year, seems like all the guys like each other. You know, it's nothing like that. They're all very likable human beings once we get past this basketball context. This year, it more seems like the roster doesn't work. There's a disconnect. And you know it's like once you get tight and you kind of pucker up, it's kind of snowballing. And they're starting to, like, they might be reading the headlines. They might be feeling that trade deadline coming. They might be a little bit discouraged. Basketball is such a sport where you need your confidence. 
Like, you need confidence in any sports, but once you lose your confidence in basketball, bro, it's over for you. Have you ever, even at our level, like as amateurs, have you ever been playing pickup and someone says, let them shoot? <laughs> and you start thinking about it. I'm sick speaking for myself because yeah. I got a broke jumper. I try to keep that. I try to keep it silent. You know, I'll shoot when I'm open. Hopefully, you knock down one, make them respect it. But once you feel them not guarding you and like they're playing three feet off of you and it's hard to get in the lane, you start thinking about it. Like, like that. Now imagine that on steroids when you got people like us and you got the Tim Kawakami's of the world and Anthony Slater's and the Shams and the Stephen A. Smith's talking about you, breathing down your neck. I think they're just feeling the pressure now and, you know, it, it's starting to crack and there's going to be some decisions that come based off that. And, you know, it, it happens. It, it, it happens to teams and we're seeing it in real time happen to the Golden State Warriors. The pressure is getting to them. The disconnect is getting to them. And it's slowly, slowly starting to unravel. And right now you got one guy who's untouchable on the team. That's Steph Curry. Steph Curry. And look, I, I think the larger point about the Warriors right now is they're in a place where they're playing the game within the game. And that means that if you want to call it agendas, if you want to call it selfish, there's different labels for it. But it looks like Clay Thompson, for example, is is playing against himself. He's also playing against C.J. McCollum. Um, Kaminga could be playing for what he feels like are more minutes that are deserved minutes. But he's also playing the game within the game there against his own coaching staff, maybe. Uh, Moses Moody, the same deal. You know, Looney's lost a step. He might be trying to to do a little bit too much as well. Pajemski is into the starting lineup, but he's also trying to prove that he belongs in this league. There's a lot of guys on this team right now that are trying to prove to either themselves, to the organization, or to the fans, perhaps. Uh, maybe not Clay. But they're trying to prove something other than they can win a game. And that, to me, is is why we're seeing teams come out. And if they get punched in the mouth, that's something that the, the Warriors have been punched in the mouth before in first quarters, especially this season. They've also been able to throw punches. And that's really the, the more dangerous thing to me about where they're headed is, early in the year, it was they would come out and throw punches, and then they would kind of... They would lose late leads, but at least they led in those games. Like, they showed you that they could control the tempo in a game, that they could dictate pace, that they could play well with cohesion and synchronicity. Last two games, they've just been first-round TKO'd. Like, they walked into the ring, and Mike Tyson, for some reason, was on the other side. They got hit once, and they cowered. Those are things that are more glaring than a 22-point blown lead because you can at least convince yourself. You're talking about confidence. You can at least convince yourself. There's a reason we were up 24 in Sacramento. There's a reason we were up 22 in Los Angeles against the Clippers. Last night, there's nothing about that game wire to wire, which they did not leave for a second. 27 against Denver last week. 27. There's nothing about those games that tells you uh, we we should be in this game. Like like, like we're, We're as good as that team. No, you're you're absolutely right, and like, you you know they led the league in clutch clutch games. However, that metric is, is measured. Yeah. I I don't know. They play a lot no. of close games. Basically, they play yeah. They play a lot of close games. And I don't think this roster. I don't like on the surface level. I don't think this is a bad roster. I don't. Now, obviously, things need to change, but it is something beyond basketball. And I got to give a shout out to. 
to the two two nine five on our our text line. They said the work environment stinks right now. If you've ever been a part of anything that was falling apart and people started pointing fingers and blaming others, then you know what the Warriors are going through. And I think he put it a little more eloquently than I did. That's so true. Yeah, appreciate that from the 510. If you want to chime in, 888-957-9570 is the number. Going to take one break, come back with a short segment before we get to the crossover with Willard and Dibbs here on Thursday on 95.7 The Game. That's Jason Dumas. My name is Evan Giddings, and we are filling in for Matt Steinmetz and Daryl the Guru Johnson here. A reminder that all four hours you can catch up standing Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, one final segment here before we get to Wilder and Dibs on the crossover. Evan Giddings and Jason Dumas in for Steiny and Guru talking about the Golden State Warriors, where they're at. Is it rock bottom? Is it not? What moves can be made? And, and Jason, we've dug into this a lot of different ways today. And you know, to me, kind of as as we transition towards a point where we'll get Willard and Dibs in here, you know, obviously we, we got to think about what the Warriors can do from this spot. And but but it's hard to just dismiss where they've come from and the reason why they've gotten to this point, which is a place where I think both the fans as well as even them, it sounds like, are wondering if this is still a team that can be competitive as currently constructed. Like We we don't necessarily think so. We think that moves must be made. But I think even them, after the last two games specifically, are starting to wonder just if they have it right now. Yeah, and it's funny, as you're saying that, I glance over to my right and a replay of the game was on it. <laughs> I look up at the score, it's 51 to 29, as you're no, saying. No, that. Don't talk about that. Oh, they're only down 20. Oh, uh, yeah. 20, uh, yep, uh, early in the second quarter. Yeah. 46 points they allowed in the first quarter, the most they've allowed in a quarter all season. It's just, it was brutal from start to finish. And here's my thing I know we've played that clay cut ad nauseum about him. Si- basically saying, should I lose sleep over booze? And we've had our opinions on that. We thought it was the wrong thing to say. Even if he felt that way, he should have read the room. And it's insulting a bit to, you know, to people who spend their hard-earned money to watch him play. Uh, That led me to this. And I might get a little criticism for this. But when I first moved here six years ago, and I just started, you know, feeling the pulse of Dub Nation and what makes them click and what's important to them and what's not important to them. I came away thinking that Dub Nation was spoiled and out of touch fan base. I said, look, I'm coming from a Philadelphia background where I'm an adult, my, I'm into my adult life and mm-hmm. I've only seen two championships, a Phillies one in 2008 and an Eagles one in 2018. Outside of that, I haven't seen anything. Uh, I haven't been to any parades. Got close last year. Got close last year, but this is this is when I moved here. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that hadn't even happened yet. You know, now I'm grateful. I've been to three Super Bowls. <laughs> but I was like, how are these people, they've won three NBA championships. You can't win one every year. And I was like, these people are delusional. But as I've moved on into this market and I've been here, I started to understand them more. And it's gotten to the point where they were booing the team. Started on Sunday, started today. And for the first time, I was like, you know what? 
I get why these fans are frustrated. They have every right to be frustrated. This Warriors team deserved to be booed. These people we see in the sands, yeah, some of them are rich and, and a privilege, but more than that, mostly just everyday average Joes who probably budgeted to come to that game, who probably had to sacrifice this and that to watch that game. Now, I'm not counting anybody's pockets. These athletes who make a lot of money earned it, more than earned it. They are entertainers on top of being athletes, and the entertainment value that they bring to the table is what gets them paid. Their entertainment is what make people sacrifice to pay for it. So they earn all they are getting. But for the first time, I understood really why this fan base has such a high standard and why this fan base holds guys like Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson accountable. And I felt for the first time, I was like, you know what? This team deserved those boos. And I know Steph Curry said the same thing, essentially. He had to think about it a little bit. But Clay Thompson missed a mark. And Curry caught himself. Curry caught himself. Like I said, if you feel a certain way, I can't tell somebody how they feel, you know, and he has every right to feel that way. But I can tell someone what is insulting to to a consumer of your product. I can tell people who give you a long rope, Clay, that you shouldn't say things like that. I see people making excuses for Clay and everything is conditional and has to be explained. Well, he didn't really mean, mean this and that. Look, Clay's an adult. You say what you mean. Like you, you've you've given press conferences before where you are very insightful and and you are very calculated and knew what to say and and how to express your feelings. You messed up and and it's fine, but let's not let's not come up with every excuse on the book. He's also been in higher stake circumstances than last night. Like he's had to answer questions after a finals loss or coming off of one of his two catastrophic injuries. Like, he's been in, by his own admission, darker places than last night. And perhaps it was because he was frustrated with the state of the team, his own play. It doesn't really matter, because the words that came out of his mouth, I do believe are what he meant. And I believe that because Clay Thompson has shown himself to be an extremely genuine person throughout his time here. Mm -hmm. It's a big reason why the Warriors love him. It's a big reason why the Warriors fans love Clay, maybe even more so than Stephen Curry at times, because he lets people in in a way that I don't know if Steph necessarily doesn't, but but Clay's just that's just who he is. Like he's just he's a more emotional kind of guy. He's a little more sensitive. And that's why people I think resonate with him a lot more. It's also the reason why when he says those things about not caring about people booing the team and about how he's not losing sleep over a fan reaction it does kind of feel like a slap in the face. And no one's going to say, well, I'm not going to be a Klay Thompson fan anymore. I'm not going to support him and the rest of the team anymore. Like he, he, that, That's not as big of a slap in the face as what Draymond did last year in the, in the preseason. Oh. But, but the point does still stand that it hurts to hear that as a fan, especially when the leader in the face of the franchise follows him up by saying, I was booing myself and takes accountability for the actions of the group and does and says what you expect of someone in his position to do. So, you know, th this isn't a, necessarily a pile on clay day, but I think it is 
like the the disconnect that you're talking about we even heard it in the press conference the disconnect between the top players on the team and how they're feeling about things and then you see it on the court and right now things are not right in golden state and we're trying to figure out how to solve this thing they're trying to figure out how to solve this thing and we're trying to figure out how to salvage this season because it doesn't like championship i don't want to hear that word for the rest of this season at least until they, they went if they went 10 in a row maybe we could talk about it i don't see that happening championships off the table it's about getting this thing right it's about steering the ship into a position where you can be above water right now it's really hard to envision that anyone who says they doesn't care they don't care cares a lot just you can you can say it clay of course he cares like if if he didn't care like you should care it's it's your livelihood I'm interested to hear what Draymond Green would have said about that. You know, like, I feel like Draymond, <laughs> he's honest, but Draymond would have probably been like, yeah, we suck. They should have booed us. Yeah. I've heard Draymond say multiple times throughout his career, they've, they've kicked our ass. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they went out and won it. Yeah. So, it, you know, he missed the mark. Of course he cares. Shouldn't have said he doesn't care. You should care. You absolutely should care if you get booed. Yeah. No, I, I think that's and, and look, I want to run this by Mark Willard and Dan Dibley. I'm sure they have plenty of thoughts after the Warriors' 36 point loss. The worst home loss in the Steve Kerr era went down last night. Golden State Warriors to the New Orleans Pelicans, a two and five homestand. Now three games below 500. We'll continue this conversation on the crossover on the other side here on 95.7 The Game, and that's what's coming up. Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Evan Giddings and Jason Dumas in for Steining. You were back after this. Adam is too much for me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 